Thanks for checking out the YVF podcast today. If this is your first time listening in with us, we want you to know that you are loved. Wherever you're joining us from, we hope this message encourages you, builds your faith, and helps you in whatever season of life you're in. Now here's Pastor Kevin. Of Jesus Christ and the building of God. That Jesus is the head of the church. And that Jesus has chosen each one of us as his co-workers, as his co-laborers working within the church and gifted each one of us as according to his own will and as his desire. We talked about how the new birth is the gate into the church. We talked about the spirit, the soul, and the body of the local church. We looked in the book of Acts and uh, studied about the early church what, uh, what, and why we can look at that and see that that's a successful church and what a successful church looks like. And we talked about how the vision of the church uh, lays at the foundation of our unity as a church when we have the same vision. So today I want us to open Ephesians chapter 4 verse 11. And it says there, and he gave some as apostles, and some as prophets, in verse 11 of chapter 4 in Ephesians, and some as prophets, and some as evangelists, and some as pastors and teachers, for the equipping of the saints, for the work of service, to the building up of the body of Christ, until we all attain to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God to a mature man, to the measure of the stature which belongs to the fullness of Christ. As a result, verse 14, we are no longer to be children, tossed here and there by waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine, by the trickery of men, by craftiness and deceitful scheming, but speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in all aspects into him who is the head, even Christ, from whom the whole body, being fitted and held together by what every joint supplies, according to the proper working of each individual part, causes the growth of the body for the building up of itself in love. Все пять служений необходимы для созидания церкви. Each of the five ministry gifts that we've seen here, the apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teacher, are teachers are essential to the growth and success of the local church. И служение это один из важнейших инструментов у Иисуса для созидания церкви. And these ministries are one of and perhaps the most important uh, uh, tool or instrument that Jesus uses in causing the church to grow and to be built up. And I want to talk about three different tools that the, that the Lord uses in building up His church. And the first one is the Word. Слово. Церковь созидается на скале, и Христос сам является скалой для нас. The church is built upon the rock of Jesus Christ, and Jesus Christ is the rock for each one of us in our lives, the rock of our salvation, and He is the Word of God. 
Также действие Духа Святого, как the, второй инструмент, которым строится церковь. The second tool is the work of the Holy Spirit, the move of the Holy Spirit, and how the church is built up by the Spirit of God. И третье это служение. And the third is the ministry. И как раз служения, они нужны для того, чтобы тело действовало в согласии с волей Божьей. And and so the ministry, the ministry gifts are necessary for the body to be able to move and to act in agreement with His will. And the ministry gifts come. И обеспечивает, обустраивает во всей полноте все наши собрания. In order to equip and furnish the body of Christ in all fullness. Давайте посмотрим на общие черты всех даров служения. So I want to just kind of give you a summary of all the different five ministry gifts. Something that's common to each of them. And the first is what we just read in Ephesians chapter 4, that each one of these five ministry gifts are given by Jesus. Все они имеют божественное призвание. Ты не просто просыпаешься утром и решаешься, что ты пророк. And we see in the scripture that each one of these ministry gifts has a divine uh, 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 attribute to it, a divine calling. It's not something you just wake up in the morning and decide, oh, I'm a prophet. Смотрите, в Галатов 1.1 Павел пишет, Павел апостол, и избранный не людьми, и не через человека, но Иисусом Христом и Богом For example, in Galatians 1.1, it says, Paul, an apostle, not sent from men, nor through the agency of man, but through Jesus Christ and God the Father who raised him from the dead. And 1 Corinthians 9.16 says, For if I preach the gospel, then I have nothing to boast of, for I am under compulsion. For woe is me if I do not preach the gospel. Следующая общая черта. Все эти дары служения, они на передовой. So we see that the ministry gifts are given by Jesus, that they are a divine calling. And the third uh, common thing they have in common is that they are all on what we might call the front lines of God's work. В 1 Коринфянам 12 глава 28 стих написано, что и Бог поставил, во-первых, апостолов, во-вторых, учителя, пророками, и в-третьих, учителями. Также я хочу отметить, что все дары основаны на молитве и служении Слова. And the fourth thing I want to show you that they all have in common is that they all uh, are founded uh, upon, upon prayer and the ministry of the Word. В Деянии 6 глава 4 стих мы видим, что написано, мы постоянно прибудем в молитве и служении Слова. In Acts chapter 6 verse 4 we read that the apostles said, but we will devote ourselves to prayer and to the ministry of the Word. Деяние 6 и 7, последствия служения Слова и молитвы. Написано, что Слово Божие росло, число учеников весьма 
умножилась в Иерусалиме. Kept on spreading, and the number of the disciples continued to increase greatly in Jerusalem, and a great many of the priests were becoming obedient to the faith. Итак, давайте мы посмотрим вначале на апостола и поставил одних апостолами. So we're going to take a look at each one of these ministry gifts, and the first one we're going to look at is the ministry of the apostle. Апостольство не исчезло со времен первой церкви. The ministry of the apostle has never stopped uh, since the beginning uh, of the church and continues on until this day. And if you ever hear somebody teach or you listen or hear such a, 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 a doctrine, I want you to understand that it's not true, that the apostles did not cease at the end of the first century or at the end of the completion of the New Testament. И на самом деле первым апостолом в Библии называется Иисус. And we see that in the scripture Jesus is the first or the chief of the apostles. He is the first apostle. Евреям 3 глава 1 стих написано: "Уразумейте посланника и первосвященника исповедания нашего Иисуса Христа". Hebrews 3 verse 1 it says therefore holy brethren partakers of a heavenly calling consider Jesus the apostle and high priest of our confession. 12 the first 12 apostles were sent out uh, personally by Jesus. But there were also other apostles that we see in the New Testament. We see that Barnabas was an apostle, and of course Paul was an apostle. Слово апостол, греческое апостолос. The Greek word apostolos. Uh, I said, yeah, I said that in English. Sorry. Это значит посланник. The meaning of the Greek word for apostle is one who is sent on behalf of another. И он наделен властью. One who's a delegate and representative authority has been given to him. Апостол это служение первопроходцем. Он стратег. Мы видим это служение как генерального архитектора церкви. Он четко видит Божий план построения. For building the church. И он обладает особой силой и твердостью. And he always has a a uh, special character of determination and strength from God. So one thing that's very important to understand in the scripture is that apostles are sent out from the local church. Когда-то я слышала такой пример апостольства, и мне он очень нравится. Апостол он как бульдозер. One time I heard a preacher talking about apostles And I really liked what he said. He said an apostle is like a bulldozer. Подумайте, что бульдозер делает, когда начинается строиться фундамент. You think about what does a bulldozer do when when somebody wants to build a building? It goes out into a place and it begins to clear a path for a foundation to be laid. Это то же самое в служении апостола. Ты сначала расчищаешь все. And so the 
the ministry of the apostle comes to clear a, a space, to open up a new space for the foundation of Jesus Christ to be laid. And you need a special determination and strength from God for that ministry. He has a special ability to lay the foundation of Jesus Christ. И вы можете видеть это в 1 Коринфянам 3 глава 6 стих. For example, 1 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 6 says, I planted, I planted, Apollos watered, but God was causing the growth. Можно посмотреть на 1 Коринфянам 3 глава 10 стих. And then in verse uh, 3 глава? Mm -hmm. And then in verse 10, I think I forgot that. No, you have. This one? We are, no, God, no, no. Just, just wait. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 10. In verse 10 we read, um, According to the grace of God, which was given to me like a wise master builder, I laid a foundation, and another is building on it, but each man must be careful how he builds on it. И давайте посмотрим мы Римлянам 15 глава 20 стих. And then in Romans chapter 15 verse 20 it says, And thus I aspired to preach the gospel, not where Christ was already named, so that I would not build on another man's foundation. Если смотреть на признаки апостольского служения, то апостол, он включает в себя все остальные дары служения. So if we look at what an apostle is and the characteristics of an apostle, we'll see in the ministry of the apostle that uh, there are aspects of all five ministry gifts operating in his, his ministry. Because in order to clear, uh, and lay a uh, clear the land and lay a foundation, And, and build, begin to build up that, that, the, the church, he's going to have to do something more than just what you might classically think of what, you know, clearing the land would mean. He's also going to teach the word of God and minister according to the other five ministries. He will act as an evangelist also. Чтобы начать это служение. To begin that ministry and bring people to the Lord. участвовать как пророк. Чтобы корректировать все служение. He's going to act also as a prophet to bring correction and, and direction to the, to the entirety of the ministry. В ваших нотах вы видите, что там Лука 9, 1 стих, 2 Коринфяна 12, 12. You see these verses in, in your notes that you can look at. Luke chapter 9, verse 1, 2 Corinthians 12, 12 where it says the signs of a true apostle were performed among you with all perseverance by signs and wonders and miracles. And an apostle is always marked by this, this determination uh, of will and this, this strength to move forward and to establish a, a new territory. И апостол устанавливает поместное лидерство. And then we see in the local church that an apostle establishes uh, uh, leadership in the local church in order to build up the local church. Чтобы божественный порядок существовал в созидании церкви. So that the divine order uh, exists throughout all of the ministries of the church. Мы видим это в Деянии 14 глава 23 стих и в Тита 1 глава 5 стих. Uh, we see that in, um, let me read 
from uh, Ti Titus 1.5. In Titus 1.5. We read that Paul says, for this reason, he says to Titus, for this reason I left you in Crete, that you would set in order what remains and appoint elders in every city as I directed you. Апостол всегда остается на особом положении в основанных им церквях. Во втором Коринфянам 11 глава 28 стих мы видим. So an apostle then in the future after the beginning of the church he continues to maintain a special position in the church which he has established. For example, in 2 Corinthians chapter 11 and verse 28, Paul says, apart when he's talking about the thorn in the flesh, he says, apart from such external things, all the persecution he's been going through, etc., there is the daily pressure on me of concern for all the churches. He continues to carry a concern for all the churches he has established. И возвращаясь в церкви, которые были созданы ими, он помогает, он поддерживает, но тем не менее апостол подчиняется уже поставленным властям. But in coming back into those churches and bringing God's ministry back into those churches, he submits himself to the pastoral leadership of that local church. Apostle, это важно понимать, нуждается в осознании пределов лимита своей деятельности. So an apostle needs to, and this is really important to understand, an apostle needs to understand the boundaries that are set out for his uh, apostolic ministry and the limitations of that ministry. Если помним пример Павла и Петра, то один из них понял, что он призван идти к иудеям, а Павел призван идти к язычникам. And you see this in the New Testament, for example, a good example is Paul and Peter, and how Paul's ministry boundaries are established to go to the Gentiles. Not that he never reached the Jews also, because he did, but his ministry direction was to go to the Gentiles, whereas Peter's ministry direction was to go to the Jews. And they understood this, this uh, limitation of each one of their ministries, and on the big picture, they worked together to accomplish the purpose of God. But the most important thing I want you to hear about the Apostle is that Jesus gave the ministry gift of the Apostle for each one of us, for the church. That we would grow up in our Lord Jesus Christ. Now I want to take a few minutes to look at the ministry of the prophet. So and the first thing I want to talk about is how important it is, and this is really important, so listen to this, how important it is for us to understand the difference between the ministry gift of the prophet and the operation of the gift of the Spirit uh, that we call prophecy that works in all believers. Слушайте, a prophet prophesies. 
okay? But, this is important, not everyone who prophesies is a prophet. Пророчествовать – это способность всех Божьих детей, когда Дух Божий пребывает на нас. The scripture revealed to us that uh, the gift of prophecy uh, is available for all believers, that, as the Holy Spirit desires and moves in us. 14.31 написано, все один за другим можете пророчествовать. And this, is, and this is very clear. 1 Corinthians 14.31 says, For you can all prophesy. It doesn't say some of you can prophesy, but you may all prophesy one by one so that all may learn and all may be exhorted. And we see also in the scripture that there is a uh, prophetic gift. В Римлянам 12 глава 6 стих написано, имеешь ли пророчество, пророчествуй по мере веры. Этим даром обладают немногие в церкви. All may prophesy, but there are some people who are in a position and have a gift from God to operate in the gift of prophecy in the assembly of the church uh, when we're gathered together. Им обладают немногие люди, и это наделенная Богом способность заглядывать в духовный мир и ориентироваться, иметь четкое видение, что происходит сегодня в духовном мире. And these are people that have this gift from God to be able to see uh, as the Holy Spirit reveals to them into the spiritual realm and orient themselves uh, into the direction that, that God's going in to get that spiritual compass on the inside of them and understand where we're going and speak that word of prophecy out to the church. Служение пророка — это призванные Богом к этому служению, они проповедуют и учат в пророческом даре. But we see in the scripture that the ministry of the prophet, the second of these five ministry gifts, is, is different from these, in that it's a call from God to preach and to teach, and the, the, the spiritual gifts operate in his preaching and teaching. The gift of prophecy, uh, perhaps word of wisdom, word of knowledge, a discernment of spirits, but he has a ministry call, a gift to be a prophet. He is the gift. So his ministry is oriented on building up the church. And, and I'm going to give you an example from Scripture of what we've been talking about. In Acts chapter 21, verses 8 through 10, We read, on the next day we left and we came to Caesarea and entering the house of Philip the Evangelist, who was one of the seven, we stayed with him. Now this man had four virgin daughters who were prophetesses. And as we were staying there for some days, what it literally says, who were prophesying. And we were staying there for some days, a prophet named Agabus came down from Judea. Что вы видите здесь, есть девицы, дочери Филиппа, которые пророчествуют, но они не являются пророками. Here, uh, 
particular version I was reading, New American Standard, it says the word prophetesses. In the Greek, it says who were prophesying. What we see here is that his four, four virgin daughters, uh, four teenage girls <laughs> are very young in their 20s of Philip the Evangelist, that they had the gift of prophecy working in them, and by the Spirit, they were prophesying. But that was different from when Agabus came, because Agabus is called a prophet. И потом мы видим, что пришел Агав, который называется пророком, является пророком уже. So Agabus came from Jerusalem, a prophet of God, and he established, uh, if we read on there, not only by the gift of prophecy, but by a word of wisdom and a word of knowledge, he established some things for the Apostle Paul, what would be happening to him in the future. Я знаю, что это звучит немножко сложно, но на самом деле все очень легко. And hopefully that doesn't seem complicated to you. Maybe it sounds a little bit difficult, but really it's very simple. Каждый из вас способен пророчествовать. Every one of you are gifted by God, or you, 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 you have the ability to prophesy by the Holy Spirit if you receive that. И иногда это происходит, ты даже не замечаешь это, ты просто молишься за кого-то. Oftentimes, Prophecy works in a way in, in, in us as believers in ways that we don't even really even notice. It's not so obvious that we're prophesying. We might be praying for somebody. And as you're praying for them, suddenly you begin to say some things from the Holy Spirit and, and you're amazed by what you're saying, but something's been revealed to you and you speak that into their life for their encouragement. Или же ты получаешь какое-то откровение Бога, и ты используешь для того, чтобы благословить своих братьев и сестер. Это получается пророческое. Но мы сегодня говорим о служении пророка. Греческое слово «профетос» означает «смотритель», «предсказатель», «проповедник» и «оратор». В Еремее, 1 глава, 9 стих, написано, «И простер Господь руку свою, и коснулся уст моих, и сказал мне Господь». Jeremiah, chapter 1. Jeremiah, the prophet, writes, verses 9 and 10, «Then the Lord stretched out his hand and touched my mouth, and the Lord said to me, Behold, I have put my words in your mouth. See, I have appointed you this day over the nations and over the kingdoms, to pluck up and to break down». To destroy and to overthrow, to build and to plant. Пророк искореняет все, что пришло не от Бога. So the prophet uproots those things that are not from God. Но не просто искореняет, он на этом основании созидает в церкви что-то. But he doesn't just go around destroying. He uproots those things which are not from God and plants in their place those things that are from God in order to build up the church. Если смотреть на книгу Амоса, 3 глава и 7 стих написано, «Ибо Господь Бог ничего не делает, не открыв свои тайны рабам своим, пророкам». 
And it said to the prophet Amos in chapter 3, verse 7 of his book, Surely the Lord God does nothing unless he reveals his secret counsel to his servants, the prophets. У нас нет времени, но дома прочитайте Четвертое царство, шестую главу. And we don't have time to read all of this, but I would really like for you to read it at home. It's in your notes, 2 Kings chapter 6, verses 8 through 17, and the whole context around that. Я вам просто расскажу, что Елисей пророк. We see that Elisha, the prophet, пророчествует царю, пророчествует и говорит о том, что у царя в спальне происходит, о чем царь вообще только помышляет. That the, the prophet Elisha knows everything that's happening in the Syrian king's uh, private bedroom, where he's making his private decisions, where he's making his secret counsels, and all these things are revealed to him, and he speaks them out to the king of Israel, and he speaks, them, he speaks out those, those strategic plans of the enemy, but he hears them from God. Каждый из нас видит с вами, что происходит в физическом мире сегодня. Each one of us are physically gifted uh, to be able to see what's going on around us in the physical world. Пророк, он видит направление, которое Бог являет своему народу. But a prophet, one who stands in the ministry of the prophet, has a gift from God to be able to see what's going on around in the spiritual world as God reveals that to him. And so also we see that for a prophet, that, and, and it, it's, it's, it's critical for the prophet to have one who stands in the ministry of the prophet, that he has a living and active relationship with the local church and is submitted also to the, the move that God, what God is doing in the local church. Это важно, and he cooperates понимать, with the other ministry gifts. It's very important that the foundation is in the local church. There, we, don't, we do not see in the scripture that any one of these ministry gifts worked uh, as a parachurch organization that worked outside of the local church or churches. Я лично в своей жизни была знакома с человеком, которого я могу назвать действительно апостолом. I've personally known uh, a person in my life that, that I would say is truly an apostle. Dr. Osborne. When I had the privilege to uh, meet and spend time with Dr. T.L. Osborne many years ago. And the thing that I noticed about him that really surprised me in those weeks we spent together is that a person that really stands in these offices of ministry is very humble and very meek in the way he operates that ministry. Can you imagine that back in the late 90s I met him when he came to our church in Murmansk in Russia? I was probably only 25 or 26 years old. And he was 79 years old. And he flew to Russia, and then he flew to Murmansk in the north of Russia. And for me, I'd never 
because you'd never really heard of him before. No. I'd never really heard of him before, so he was just some guy for me that, that they invited to come minister. Но вы знаете, когда он начинал говорить, speak, там были и пророчества, он учил нас, и он такое основание положил Иисуса Христа, а когда мы сидим и пьем чай вместе, это we, самый смиренный дедушка в мире. Really power ministry, and then we would have lunch together and drink tea together, and he was just like this sweet little old man. And all he would ask about, he didn't tell about himself, he just kept asking, what kind of needs do you have, what can I do to help you while I'm here, how can I minister to you? And at that time I met his daughter who also came with him, LaDonna Osborne, and she's still alive and still operating in ministry at the age of 70-something. This year 76. 76. And people like that have traveled the world and laid, found, done, laid foundations for churches, local churches all over the world. But when you're standing next to them, you don't feel like there's some distance between you, like they're the elite, they're better than you, or, or anything like that at all. Я иногда смотрю сейчас видео от Ладаны Осборн, и она по сегодняшний день ездит в страны Африки, Индии, и сама раздает приглашения на свои круизы. Я я помню, что я ездила с ней в одну из российских тюрем. Но вы знаете, что когда эти люди стоят на платформе и начинают говорить, But you understand uh, that they're real, that they're very real, and the ministry gift is very real operated in them because that's who they are. It's not just a show they put on. And or an apostle that comes up, or any of these ministry gifts, when these ministry gifts come up and they come out of the local church, and the people in the local church, like Paul comes out of the church in Antioch, and really is, is founded in that church in Antioch, the people in that local church know that person, support that person, and it gives them a platform to spread their ministry throughout perhaps their denomination or their movement and, and across the lines of denominations because they have the local church as their support. In Matthew chapter 7, verse 15, 
Jesus gives a strong warning. He says, Beware of the false prophets, for they come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravenous wolves. Знаете, что пророк, как человек, способен злоупотребить теми откровениями, которые Господь отдает ему. And the ministry gift of a prophet is very strong. And there are many temptations. And so a prophet is definitely a person who could abuse the power that God's given him or could abuse the vision that God has given him in, in order to enslave or control other people or even as a ravenous wolf devour them. Все должно проверяться Словом Божьим. And so everything must be judged by the Word of God. В первой Фессалоникийцам, 5 глава и 21 стих говорит, всего, все испытывайте, хорошего держитесь. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 21 it says, but examine everything carefully and hold fast to that which is good. So everything is examined by the Word of God and We have to learn to reject the things that are not good and hold fast to those things that are good. And here's where the local church is so important because uh, the, um, the responsibility for judging these things Uh, yes, it, 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 it is on the prophet himself. But it's not only on the prophet himself. We see in the scripture that the others should judge who hear that one prophesy. That responsibility is on us in the local church to be able to judge things by the word of God. И смотрите, есть способы проверить истину пророчества. Я хочу показать вам. Первое, ведет ли пророчество сердца людей ближе к Господу Иисуса Христа? So there are ways to uh, judge the ministry of a, of, of, a, of a prophet. And it's important for us to understand if that prophet, in what he's saying, is he leading people closer to Jesus? Is he leading people closer to the Lord, or is he leading them to himself? Let me look at uh, Deuteronomy. In 13, chapter 13, Deuteronomy chapter 13, and verse 1. In Deuteronomy 13, 1, we read, If a prophet or a dreamer of dreams arises among you and gives you a sign or a wonder, and the sign or the wonder comes true concerning what he spoke to you, saying, Let us go after other gods whom we have not known, and let us serve them. You shall not listen to the words of that prophet or that dreamer of dreams. For the Lord your God is testing you to find out if you love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. You shall follow the Lord your God and fear Him, and you shall keep His commandments, listen to His voice, serve Him, and cling to Him. And then in chapter 18, Chapter 18, and verse 20, we read, But the prophet who speaks a word presumptuously in my name, chapter 18, verse 20, <laughs> who speaks a word presumptuously in my name, which I have not commanded him to speak, or which he speaks in the name of other gods, that prophet shall die. You may say in your heart, How will we know the word which the Lord has not spoken? When a prophet speaks in the name of the Lord, If the thing does not come about or come true, 
That is the thing which the Lord has not spoken. The prophet has spoken it presumptuously, and you shall not be afraid of him. Вы знаете, что сегодня мы все говорим о пробуждении. You know, today everyone's talking about revival. И я хочу, чтобы вы вот приходили домой и изучали сегодня Библию и смотрели, потому что самое большое разочарование пробуждения. Самое большое разочарование. Because one of the, the, the greatest letdowns about uh, what, we, what we want to call revival or disappointments. Это никогда Господь действует в какой-то маленькой поместной церкви. We're never disappointed. We're never let down when, when God is operating in our local church. Но потом есть люди, которые получают что-то дом, и они решают, что Господь призвал это разнести по всему миру. But quite often it happens that God is doing something in a local church or in a certain locality, and someone decides they want to capitalize on that. Uh, even make money off of that, and they, or, and they just presumptual, they just presume that God wants to do the exact same thing everywhere, and they begin to try to spread that around. And it brings more disappointment to people, and it even brings destruction to other local churches. When I came to the Lord and was a very young Christian, I was very blessed that God put uh, solid ministers in my life, like this Teal Osborne that I was just talking about. Because it was a time, and Dave Chisholm too, it was a time when so many ministers came that were solid ministers, were coming from America and other places and really dedicating uh, strong teaching and laying a foundation for young churches in Russia. Both of the former pastors here, you know, Pastor Tom and Pastor Dave, the Chisholm brothers, that they uh, both did a great deal of work in Russia and specifically in Murmansk to lay a foundation for the church there. До того, как что-либо появилось в Мурманске, пастор там был там, и он пророчествовал, что здесь появится церковь. In fact, as, a, as an example of, of the prophet's ministry, before there was ever any church in Murmansk, which is a city of a half a million people, before there was ever any church there at all, Pastor Tom had come to Murmansk and had gathered some people together that were praying for the city and stood and issued a prophecy, a prophetic word of what would be established there, and it did come to pass. At, at that time, I had no idea who Tom was, and uh, I didn't go to that meeting because I was just a complete sinner. I didn't know the Lord at all. Но был потом, потом время было, когда Дэйв Чиз приезжал и учил в библейской школе, где я училась, и он столько вложил через свой учительский... Uh, a student in Bible college, uh, Dave Chisholm. Dave, Pastor Dave, uh, came many times and taught in the Bible college and laid such a foundation in my life through his teaching. But then I can compare those types of people 
to the uh, revival tourists, as I'll call them, people that just came because they wanted to try to stir up something, get some videos, and get some kind of revival thing going that really wasn't what God was doing in Murmansk at all. Я помню, что приехали люди, которые были участниками, я не знаю, первичными участниками, вторичными пробуждения в Торонто. И они привезли к нам had, так называемый Торонто Блессинг. I remember when we had some people come that had been touched by the Toronto Blessing, so-called, and uh, they came and decided they wanted to try to do the same thing in Murmansk. И вы знаете, что я помню митинги, где человек просто стоял и смеялся. And I remember meetings I'd go to where the guy got up to, to preach. I had no understanding what's going on. All he's doing is standing there laughing the whole time. And I was just sitting there looking, thinking, what's going on? And then he told me that I was a refrigerator, that I wasn't allowing the Holy Spirit to move. And it's not because the Holy Spirit can't work through the mouth. I believe in that. And I'm not talking about that the Holy Spirit cannot move in such a way and, there, and that there's no such laughter in the Holy Spirit because, of course, He can move in that way. But what I'm talking about is somebody comes, they just laugh, they don't open the Word of God, they don't teach the Word of God. They don't proclaim the Word of God and then we don't see Jesus Christ being manifest. And I'm telling you, it only brought destruction into people's lives and in the local church. I, I, I saw how many hundreds of people received Jesus Christ and remained and grew up in the church through the ministry of when, for example, T.L. Osborne came. И я видела также, сколько людей вышло из церкви, когда просто такие волки пришли в овечьей шкуре. Come, Поэтому я хочу, чтобы мы возложили на себя ответственность. Понимать, кто служит, как служит. And what it is that he's ministering or serving. And is that person leading us closer to Jesus or just to himself or some uh, form of idolatry? Because we see here in Deuteronomy, there's two tests. And one, in one of the tests, well, the, one of them should be obvious that the, what the person prophesied just didn't come true, right? And... Uh, But the other one's not always as obvious. What they're saying or their sign or the wonder does come true. But, but what they're leading you to is not to Jesus Christ, to the Lord. Пророк — это слуга Божий в помощь пастырам и служителям поместных церквей. So listen, a prophet is God's servant. He is, is a minister sent to support the local church. So he will support the pastor. He will support the leadership of the church. Давайте мы посмотрим это Деяние 13 глава 1 стих. So let me look at uh, Acts uh, chapter 13, Acts chapter 13 and verse 1. In Acts chapter 13 and verse 1 it says uh, now there were at Antioch in the church that was there prophets and teachers 
Barnabas and Simeon, who was called Niger, and Lucius of Cyrene, and Menaean, who had been brought up with Herod the Tetrarch, and Saul. And then let's also look at Hosea, right? Hosea chapter 12, Hosea chapter 12, and verse Hosea chapter 12 and verse 13. When Ephraim, uh, chapter 12, mm -hmm. verse 13. But by a prophet, the Lord brought Israel from Egypt. And by a prophet, he was kept. Все эти служения мы продолжим на следующей неделе евангелиста, пастора и учителя. So we're going to... Uh, bring this to a close now, but we're going to continue next week and look at the ministry gifts of the evangelist, the pastor, and the teacher. Each one of these ministries. If we go back to Ephesians chapter 4, in the very beginning what we read. We see that все these we see that each one of these gifts, the apostle, the prophet, the evangelist, the pastor, the teacher, are given by God so that the church will grow. In order that they, these ministry gifts, or these joints that we read about in Ephesians chapter 4, that we would be unified by these ministry gifts, that we would be brought together to work in harmony and in unity together with one another as the body of Christ and under the headship of Christ. And the most important thing that you, you can see in these gifts and the most important thing that can help you to judge rightly concerning these gifts, that they are to unify us, to bring us together, that we work together in harmony according to the will of God and the church is built up by these ministry gifts. And I believe that we're living in the greatest of days together. And many of you might be thinking, well, what's so great about these days? They're not so great. But if we look at the prophecies in the scripture, there's something very special for us that the Bible tells us. It says in the scripture that in these last days I will pour out of my spirit on all flesh. And that your young people, they're going to prophesy and they're going to see visions. And all the old people are going to have dreams from God and see things. And I want you to embrace this, 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 this promise that God has given us, that that promise is for our days, that we live in those days today. That he wants to pour out of his spirit on all flesh, on every person. And open our eyes to see what God sees. Our God is a God of every generation. 
Он не остановился на помазании одного Авраама. Abraham Abraham Он пришел к его сыновьям, к своим внукам, к его внукам. И я хочу возбудить в нас ревность. Особенно в молодого поколения. Что вы призваны Господом. Призваны Богом просто находиться в Его присутствии. Это вы призваны видеть видение. That you personally are called by God to have your eyes open and see visions. It's, it's not some other youth group. It's not some other young person. It's you personally. And every morning you can wake up and, and every evening when you go to bed, You can turn to God personally and privately and say, what is it that you want to show me today? What is it you want to speak to me today? What is it you want to show to me in the night? You can take a hold. You know the story of how Jacob took a hold of the angel of God and he wrestled with him. And he wouldn't let him go until he got the blessing. Even when he had his hip broken, he wouldn't let him go until he got the blessing. And so in the same way, you've got to have that determination, that strength of will to take a hold of God and not let go until you have the blessing that you deserve. Just hold on to God. Open the Bible, open the Word of God. Иди к тем, кто уже долгие годы ходят с Господом. Написано, что Царство Божие усилиями берется. И Господь уже все сделал для нас. And that the Lord has done all these things for us. He's accomplished and won the victory. He's completed. When he died on the cross, he gave us victory. And listen carefully. There's absolutely no power of darkness. There's no strength or force that Satan has. There's absolutely nothing he can do that can separate you away from the presence of your Father God. Do you remember the story of Enoch? Uh, the Bible tells us that the, the Word of God uh, had not been, but was, very, was a very rare thing on the earth that That nobody was, was serving God. But Enoch had a grandma. And Enoch's grandma had known God. There were generations before that had known God. 
And, it's more, and, and we, we can imagine that when Enoch was a little baby, that he was hearing about God from the old people that used to know him, even though nobody in his generation knew him. Помните, вера от слышания. Бабушки, мамы, вы рождаете веру сегодня. И Енах, тот, который в Ветхом Замете, смог вознестись Господу. Enoch, even in the Old Testament times, that he walked with God all the days of his lives, and God just uh, took him. He ascended into heaven without even dying. Faith. He had faith. What can we do and what can we have by faith? Через жертву Иисуса Христа. Через Его победу на кресте. Если только ты соединишь свою волю с волей Божией. Ты можешь совершать все то же самое, что совершали все эти великие дела You can do all the great things that were done by these men and women in the Scripture, because it was all done by faith. И я хочу секрет сказать, что Бог не только видит тебя в этом, Он хочет, чтобы ты имел такое дерзновение. A secret that's very important. This isn't just a pep talk where God's saying, this is what I want you to do, or this is what you can do, if only you'll apply yourself. No, this is God saying, I want you. I actually desire you to be with me. I love you. You have to understand this today. Maybe you're 12 years old, maybe you're 15 years old, maybe you're 17 years old. Whatever age you are, you are God's future apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. You are the ones who will carry the word to this nation and to the world. And all you have to say to him is yes. Let's stand together. Знаете, я приняла Господа в России, когда не было ничего там. You know, I want to tell you that I received Jesus in my life uh, in, in Russia, and, and there, was, there was absolutely nothing there at all at that time. И вы знаете, что не, не было таких людей, которые поколениями служили Господу и были верующими много what поколений. What I mean is there was nothing, there was no real spiritual foundation at all. There weren't older generations that had served God and people that had known God that I could turn to. And we just learned things uh, in the school of hard knocks, doing things the wrong way and learning that that wasn't right and what is right. I remember I was just in church for a few months. And I'd just been saved a few months and the pastor came up to me one Sunday and said, you're going to preach next Sunday. And I looked at her and I said, what do you think I can preach? 
И он мне просто сказал, у тебя есть Библия, ты ее читаешь, и ты будешь проповедовать то, что Господь дает тебе. You have a Bible, you read it, don't you? Well, that's what you're going to preach next Sunday. И вы знаете, я проповедовала. And you know what? I did. I went and preached the next Sunday. В основном я читала Библию, конечно. But all week long I just read the Bible. Но Господь действовал. But the Lord moved in that message. И я помню чудеса и знамения, я думаю, ой, что происходит здесь? And I remember there were signs and wonders and I couldn't understand really or even believe what God was doing. Ну, это обетование Божие. But я ничего не делаю. That's God's promise. I didn't have to do anything except say yes that the signs and wonders follow the preaching of the word. И помните, ворота в церковь начинаются с того, что мы обновляем себя в Господе. And remember that the gateway, we talked about the gateway into the church is the new birth, and we have to continue throughout our lives in the church to renew ourselves in the Holy Spirit. И Библия просит нас, что мы посвятили свои тела к служению, к мудрому служению, разумному служению Ему. The Bible asks us and demands from us that we would offer up ourselves, our bodies as a living sacrifice for uh, the, the good, the permissible and the, the acceptable, the permissible, acceptable and good will of God. And if between you and God today you sense that there's some kind of wall, I just want to remind you that Jesus has given you the victory on the cross. And all you have to do is take one step to say yes. If you take one step to God, и помните эту притчу с блудным сыном, когда блудный сын возвращается к отцу, он делает несколько шагов. You remember this parable of of the prodigal son, and that when the prodigal son makes the decision just to turn around and go back to his father's home, he doesn't even think he's going to be accepted. He definitely doesn't think he's worthy to do anything except just to be a slave. But as soon as he takes one step to the Father, the Father comes running to him to accept him. And so today, the Father God is running to you today. And those of you who have walked with the Lord many years, you know that this is true. That he has more for you than you can even imagine. So I just want to pray here at the end of our service. We hope you enjoyed the message. Before you leave, we want to remind you that if you want to continue receiving updates on new sermons, that you subscribe to our podcast. If you want more information on how to contact us, make sure to check out our website at urintonvillianfellowship.com. And we'll see you next time on the YBF Podcast.